what is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. It's your boy, Brandon Tangoma, sitting electronically more than six feet away from me as my leveling team co-host, Dominic Cops. And Dominic, it's a new year, the year of our Lord, 2022. I believe this is the fourth year we're doing this because we started in 2018, I think. Or would that be fifth? 18, 19, 20, 20. Fifth year, I think. Dominic, how are you doing today? Well, Brandon, it is going okay. How are you? Doing just fine. Haven't gotten fired yet. Me too. Uh, F- FBI might be coming after me because I was doing some uh, some work for like a lawyer. So I was typing up like uh, murder California laws and rape California laws and pretty much every nice. law under the book. So um, if the FBI knocks on my door and raids my house in the next 48 hours, you know why? Well, okay, okay. What happens? Okay, what what am I supposed to do if that happens? Because then that means you're gonna get taken away. You're not gonna be here for next week. So that means I have to. So basically, I need to run the show today just so it's practice, right? Is what you're saying? Sure. And you definitely have the script in front of you right now, right, Dominic? Because you always have the script in front of you. It never changes. I always update it on the same Google Doc. I mean, I, I let me pull it up. I mean, I just, I, I definitely have it in front of me. I just want to see if I have it on my phone, just to make sure. You know, you never know. I mm-hmm. never want to uh, uh, goggle. Let's see. Going all the way back, the last time I sent it to your uh, laptop was July thirty first. So it's been six months at this point since I've last sent it to you. But you, you have it already on deck. I mean, technically, you just had to scroll back because that's the only thing I sent to uh, the studio audience's email account. Through the miss the messages, which is how that, we that is actually kind of true. I could kayfabe how we communicate and how we invite you to these lovely Zoom meetings, aka podcast recordings. Which oh, look at that right there. There's the fucking it, go- goggle doc. The goggle doc, goobity gock, just public to anybody who wants it. So because oh, oh look at that, we have an anonymous nylon cat, nylon cat. The fuck does that mean? You remember back in the day, the earth one. I guess early days of YouTube, the Pop Tart cat that had the YouTube oh, yeah, rainbow. Yeah. 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 Let's see. Uh, good, you know, I don't know. The first thing we're going to talk about, the most important thing, is the Antonio Brown fiasco. Right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And we also are going to talk about. Um, uh, see that? That's what a Nyan cat is, everybody. For all the either very young people or old people out there who didn't live in the golden age of early YouTube, that's what it is. It's great times. Did I spell your name wrong? I think I did. How do you spell my name? Brandon. Brandon's. Sorry. <laughs> so I'll just put, uh, there we go. Feel better now. Thank you, Dominic. Okay, so yes, uh, if you want to lead the podcast, uh, go off. Tell us about the entire week-long, complicated ins and outs of the Jesus Antonio. What'd you say? Excuse me. What? what? Nothing. Pardon? I said Jesus, small dick. But I guess we'll talk about Antonio Brown. And how he's a fucking maniac. Am I really leading this shit, or are you doing it? 
I don't know. You said you wanted a practice run, and I was going to give you a practice run just right here on the Antonio. Dude, I legitimately situation. had a dream. I think the other night, or either the other night or the night before, I like ran the podcast. Like I did everything by myself. I edited and everything. I was like so proud of myself. And then I realized when I woke up, like hmm, that's never going to happen. What uh? What website or I guess what app did you use to edit it? I, I don't know. I just, I just, you just did it. You were just doing it. You, it's yeah. so second nature to you. You didn't even think about what you were doing. You just exactly. did it. I just did it. And I was fucking famous. Even though I know it's been a while, but I'm pretty sure I, you know, you've looked over my shoulder and you, you see what I do. It's not exactly that hard. It's got to know, you know, what to do. Oh, I got to go back and timestamp it all. <laughs> I'll let you leave this bitch. Oh, okay. You know, you just so much. You, know, you get you get your one you get your one segment. You get the Mister X questions. You can lead that. Yeah, you know, exactly. We don't want to overexpose you, Dominic. Exactly. You like, already got uh, COVID. I don't need it again. Exactly. Exactly. Right, okay. Let's... So the Antonio Brown situation. We were instead of just melding it into NFL picks, might as well just take it on its own because it is quite a a scene, a situation that is just. Every single day, it seems like there's like a new chapter, a new Antonio Brown tweet, Instagram story, interview that he does. So first, starts on Sunday, which I guess we'll just start from when we knew it, because technically things start back before the game on Sunday. But Sunday against the Jets, Antonio Brown, uh, the Jets are beating the Buccaneers at the time. But of course, it's the Jets they end up losing. But as you've seen on the Internet. We've seen it a thousand times. Antonio Brown fucking takes his shit off and runs off the field, says peace. Bruce Aaron says, yeah, he ain't a buck anymore, but technically he doesn't get cut until Thursday, probably because they didn't want someone to pick him up, even though who the hell would want to pick that up. And then he gets an Uber ride. Fucking part of my take interviews the Uber driver. He's a character unto himself. And AB's out here screenshotting text messages between Bruce Arians and Tom Brady's whatever health guru saying that he owes, owes him a hundred thousand dollars. And uh, let's see what else happened. Uh, he said that he was his ankle hurt, which was the reason why there was a complaint of him not wanting to go into the game, even though there wasn't that issue according to the Buccaneers. But then that's when he sent out the tweets or the text messages with Bruce Arians that they were talking about his ankle, but then it comes out that during halftime, Antonio Brown was complaining that he wasn't getting the right targets and he wasn't in the right personnel packaging or something like that. And then he throws Tom Brady under the bus because Antonio Brown's working, you know, under like a prove it type deal when there's like Rob Gronkowski and other people that he feels he's better than. And it's a, he said, she said, they said, I said, bullshit. It's, a very uh, ongoing situation, obviously, Dominic. You've already said your piece on it. Uh, thoughts on what has transpired in the last five, six days? Well, I mean, first of all, it's happy to see that, you know, this whole self-destructive fucking, uh, I would say egotistical, uh, cynical piece of shit is blowing up again because, you know, I thought it was just the Raiders' luck that, he, you know, oh, this happened to the Raiders because he's a piece of shit. Okay, but, you know, it's happening to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, too. So it makes me a little bit happy. But also it's very sad because, you know, he hasn't been the same since he got hit when uh, by well, who was it? Fucking Garrett when, when he was on the Steelers or whatever. So, you know, it uh, sad, but yet, you know, it, it's just like mental health is a huge deal. 
he needs to get fucking checked out. He needs to get like 5150 or something because he's he's just going berserk. And I don't know if it's because, you know, that's mentally or if he's just fucking a piece of shit. I don't know. I, you know, ever since the whole Raiders thing, I fucking hated Antonio Brown. So he can fucking piss off. I don't care. But like I said, sad. Hope it's not something like legitimately like mentally wrong with him. Yeah, and you know, everyone's pointing out that ever since that hit, he's just gone off the rails. And you know, he had the, the Raider thing, and then he signs with the Patriots, and he was doing fine for whatever, like a play, like a, a game. And then he got cut because he had like the sexual assault allegations, and that was still ongoing. But then he gets signed with the Buccaneers, and he wins a Super Bowl. Everything seemed fine and dandy, and then the vaccination card thing happened. And then I think that's kind of where it started going downhill. I, yeah, it's it was like as soon as you start to think he's turning the corner, then it was the fake vaccine thing. And then he comes out and he just walks off field like an asshole. And I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he's just out here spitting complete and utter lies like in his mind. Maybe he does feel like with the ankle situation, but the ankle was a thing for like the past couple months or weeks. I'm pretty sure the Bucks were aware of it. I, yeah, a, it's very much the boy who cried wolf at this time where it's very hard for me to, you know, sympathize with him. But you also have to, you know, take into account that maybe there is something that he's talking about. But Bruce Arians, he seems like a good guy. Tom Brady, as much as, you know, people might hate him because of how great he is, he you know, he seems like a decent guy as well. So it, it's kind of hard to be on Antonio Brown's side through all this. I mean, you did mention who, who would sign him. I think if a team is desperate enough and if it's not a Detroit Lions team, it's a team that needs a good core receiver and is maybe in a playoff picture, I could see him getting signed somewhere. Well, let's just say a playoff team someone we have a little COVID outbreak you need antonio brown just go out there run a few routes do you think there's someone out there who would take that i mean i'm putting myself in an owner gm head coach situation and my star receiver goes down with COVID, and i know there's nobody else on the fucking team or like you said the whole team gets COVID. what do i do and I, and I look at my options and I see Antonio Brown's out there and I'm like, dude's fast. He ha- he has the fucking that the ability to fucking be a showstopper, to be a fucking dangerous man out there in the field. But then you're also taking the liability of him fucking being wide open. Your quarterback misses it and he just walks off and then you're back to square one. I mean, it would have to be a very desperate team, but I I. I, I think it's a very high possibility. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen maybe more on Antonio Brown's side of things because he is, I think he's going to file a grievance or something with the Bucks because of his incentives. If he were, you know, he was a few catches, a few yards or whatever away from getting like a million dollars. And he thought that the, I, I don't know, it's, it's a, it's a whole thing. And he apparently he's going to, do something but if he were to sign with the team and play during the playoffs that just completely nullifies his grievance saying that his ankle was fucked up because uh, the th- the th- now I remember the thing was he wanted the bucks to guarantee those incentives up front when he was so close you know a couple weeks ago but be- 
because he had his ankle situation. He didn't feel he was going to be able to achieve them, but the, he wanted the Bucks to guarantee him, and they didn't want to do that, obviously. So, so yeah, it's we will we will definitely talk about this at a later date. But now that's out of the way, let's get into actual on the field NFL games for the first time ever. NFL Week 18, the season finale. They are calling this. We got two games on Sundays, fourteen games on or two games Saturday, fourteen games on Sunday. So let's get into it into week 18 for the first time ever on this podcast edition of Dominic Picks. Dun dun. Damn, that was a fast mini little screamo edition of Dominic's Picks. So we do have two games on Saturday. Um, all these games are division games. Some teams are playing for you know a lot. Some teams are playing for positioning. It's a whole thing, which really makes these trying to handicap and pick these games even more difficult. And this is one of the reasons why we decided to do more of the spreads, because I think a lot of these games are kind of cut and dry. You pretty much know who's going to win. I think it just kind of comes down to on how close the games actually are. So first game on the slate, the Kansas City Chiefs travel to mile high in that high atmosphere to take on the Denver Broncos. The Chiefs are favored in this one at ten and a half minus ten and a half. I've seen it climb up to 11 and a half. I don't know who exactly the starter is, if it's going to be Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. The Chiefs, can, if they win and the Titans lose, they can get up to the first seed. So I would assume the Chiefs are going to play balls to the wall and play their guys for a majority, if not the entirety of the game. Dominic, what do you see in this one? I see the Cavs. No, the Chiefs. see the Chiefs covering, um, I think, the... The Broncos, as much as they want to probably be, you know, the spoilers to the Chiefs, I don't think the Broncos have it in them. So I think the, the God, I keep saying Cavs, I think the Chiefs will cover 100%. Okay. Okay. I think the Chiefs do uh, get it done as well. I keep talking how I really like them right now. They did lose to Mr. X's Bengals, shout out. Um, but I, I do like how that offense is going. The total right now is 45. I think I would take the over. On that one, just because I think the Chiefs are going to be able to put up a lot of points now. That Sunday night game, the Chiefs weren't exact. They were in kind of the their little offensive struggle, and I think they've hit their stride more. So I would assume the Chiefs are going to put up, you know, 21, 28, maybe 35 points on their own. Broncos, especially if Teddy's playing, I mean, I think they can mess around. But the Chiefs, I think, are going to come out and try to make a statement. Then on the Saturday night game, the Dallas Cowboys take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Both of these teams are locked into the playoffs. Uh, the Eagles can't exactly move too much. I think it's either they're the six or the seven. Uh, Cowboys can't go to the first seed, so it really doesn't matter where they're playing. Um, Jalen Hurts not going to be playing in this one. I think they're dealing with a little bit of a COVID situation in Philly. I think Dallas is also dealing with a little COVID situation. So this one's kind of hard. I think the line was at one point all the way up to seven in favor of the Cowboys. Now it's moved down to three and a half. Um, Dominic, this one's a tricky one. It is playoff teams. Philly is at home, but they're not going to have their starter. But last time we saw Gardner Minshew play, he wasn't that bad. Got the dub. I mean, I'll go with the, for 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 Philly, on this one, I think uh, they uh, they need a good like tune up game before the playoffs. So go Philly. It would be interesting if these two teams meet again in the playoffs next week, which is a very likely possibility. Um, I think it comes down to what the Cowboys do. The, I mean, 
I feel like I'm always on the Cowboys and they just always let me down. They're the one bet I lost last week. Shout out to the Cowboys. But um, I did, I'm going to go with them again. Three and a half. It's it's low enough that I am tempted to uh, to take them in this one going against a backup quarterback. So I'll go, I'll go with the Cowboys in this one. Then going to Sunday, we get the Green Bay Packers taking on the Detroit Lions. Now, this is definitely one of the crazier ones on the slate because it's the Packers against the Lions. They should be favored by a billion, but no, Packers only favored by three. They have been very coy on what they are going to do with their players. They've already locked up the one seed. They can't do anything. Aaron Rodgers has come out, says he wants to play. Uh, other players have said they want to play. So I'd assume we're going to at least get a few series, maybe a quarter, half, God forbid, the whole game. This one's this one's a tough one to really pick. But those goddamn Lions have been playing hard the entire season, Dominic. I think you're going to get a little bit of Aaron Rodgers, a little bit of fucking Devontae Adams, a little bit of fucking whatever Jones. You get a little bit of everybody just to keep them limber for the playoffs. So um, I think with that being said, I'll give it to the Lions. I think since they're going to go hard because they want to, you know, show that they can, you know, play still. Um, you know, so I'll give it to the Lions. And uh, by the way, before we continue, I want to point out that I beat you last week. So fuck you. Thank you. Fine. I was waiting for something. He didn't. No one texted in the group chat. I was all by myself trying to talk up, talk some shit, and I'd get no responses. So I didn't say anything. And then, yeah, they, Nick Chubb didn't pull it out. Baker Mayfield pulled it out of his ass at the very end. But I like to say, if I started Joe Burrow, if I didn't listen to Dominic, I would have beat him by a million. Yeah, and you know if uh... we each got, we each made the wrong pick. Trey Lance did outscore Baker Mayfield, but and Dak Prescott didn't do bad. He outscored his projection, but the difference was far more between Dak and Burrow as it was between yes. Trey Lance and Baker oh, Mayfield. God, yes. I saw that. I think like a halftime, he had like one point. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I thought I had it in the bag. And then he gets like those two late touchdowns. They yeah. they got at the one yard line. They fucking honey dick me by doing a play action <laughs> and Nick Chubb. And then they throw wide open, I think, to Hooper in the end. I was so mad. Because that was that was a clincher too. It was like if Chubb scores a touchdown, I win. If Baker throws a touchdown, you win. And it was yeah. Why are we talking about the the fucking Browns right now? We're not. We're talking about the Packers and the Lions. So you're you're taking the Lions. You, you outright sprinkle a little money line cheese on that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like cheese, but not Green Bay cheese. No. Do you like meat cheese? I like San Lorenzo cheese. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, cheese too. This one's, yeah, it all just depends on who's playing and who's not. So I would really just want to wait to like the last minute, which also means the line's probably going to move at the last minute. But at three, it's the Packers. AJ Dillon's probably going to get a lot of work regardless of who's starting. So I like I like the Packers, even though the, the Lions haven't played well. If the Lions lose and the Jaguars win, Lions get the number one pick next year, even though doesn't really mean too much because the draft next year this year ain't uh, ain't that hot. Yeah, I was, was going to say that. I was like, it doesn't seem like it's very, uh, you know, uh, you know, nice. Yeah, they don't got like the sexy quarterbacks like they've had the last couple of years. Then speaking of a sexy quarterback that was taken in last year's draft, Justin Fields will not 
be playing for the Chicago Bears because he's got the COVID. He's got the Omnicrom. Uh, so it will be the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, starting for the Bears, taking on the Minnesota Vikings at U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, I think that's what they call it. Uh, so the Vikings uh, favored by five and a half. Just as we were talking, the odds were moving, not exactly the line. Um, but the Vikings favored by five and a half at home. Back up to the ba- backup plan for the Bears. I don't think there's any issues with COVID or anything with the Vikings. Both these teams are out of the playoffs. This is just for division shits and giggles. I'll go with said Vikings. Um, I know the Vikings got their asses handed to them last week. And that was because Cousins was out. And then, uh, you know, Cook didn't really do very well. He got kind of shut down easily. So, but I'll give it to the Vikings. I think they'll squeeze this one out. Yeah, I go with the Vikings as well. Uh, the Bears, I mean, I think both these teams, both these head coaches might not have a job by next podcast. So um, I just think the Bears just overall aren't as good as the Vikings. And I think when it comes to like, you know, Zimmer and Nagy, I think the players are going to get up more for Zimmer than they will for Nagy. So give me the uh, Vikings laying five and a half at home. Then we get the Indianapolis Colts taking on by far the worst team in the league. The Jacksonville Jaguars at home. The Colts are laying 15 and a half. The Colts need to win and they're in simple enough. Dominic, do they put the hammer down on those Hagwires? So they haven't won in Jacksonville since like 2014. So part of me wants to say no. We've seen the Jaguars. They beat the Bills at home. They, they can do it. But they also just gave up a 50-burger against the, uh, the New England Patriots. It's not exactly a team you expect to put up a 50-burger. And Dominic is muted. I would like to ask. Yeah, because to because I was trying to trying to get the studio to open up what she's opening, and she took fucking forever to open do it. up the safe. Whatever that song is. Hey, hey, hey. like it demonetized her. Um, but um, so yeah. So part of me wants to say, you know, no, the Jags will beat them. But then it's kind of like it is the Jaguars, and you know, it's 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 hard to say that. So as much as I want the Colts to beat. It'll just make it way easier for the Raiders. I'll give it to the Colts because I'm trying to prove to you that I'm a better footballer picker person. Don, like, yes, you are a better football picker person. Um, I was too busy looking up Iggy Azalea. Oh, God, geez. They're just throwing it all over the place. Dominic, could you pick? I was not paying attention. Uh, that'd be the uh, Colts. Okay, you're taking the Colts. Got, got it. Got it. Fuck it. Gave me the Jaguars. I know they're a dead team. Uh, Apparently, the, the fans are going to show up in clown outfits, which should be very interesting if that actually does happen. Um, give me the points. I think the Colts are still going to win, but it would just be a hell of a fiasco you know, situation if the Colts lose because that sets up uh, the Steelers and the Ravens to possibly get in and also the tie situation that you know everyone's heard of with the uh, Raiders and Chargers. So I like shenanigans. Give me the Jaguars. Now, I'm not which, crazy. Which I, want, I want to ask the question, which... I know it's a stupid question, but I'm asking if the Colts do lose, do you think the Raiders and Chargers would actually agree upon tying? 
Probably not. I forget which team it was. I think it was the Raiders. They said, hey, yeah, we're not going to do that. What the fuck we look like? Okay. But that would be like a wild move if they're like really close. If it's like three points and they like agreed to let them kick a field goal and like, okay, we're just going to set, you know, chill out the next two minutes. Well, then they go to overtime and it'd be a whole thing. I don't know. Go to overtime. You just, just need all four downs. Knee, 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 knee. See, you're a Nyan cat. Yes, I guess. Meow. Then we get the Tennessee Titans taking on the Houston Texans. Uh, Titans are laying 10 in this one, but the Texans beat the Titans, I do believe, earlier on in the season. We got old Davis Mills at the helm. And good news for the Titans, they have opened up the window for Derrick Henry to return from IR. So now there's a 21 day window for him to come back onto the team. I would assume that would be like the, you know, the divisional round. So if they get the buy and yes, the, the real thing the Titans are playing for is if they win, they get the number one seed. Doesn't matter what happens with the chiefs. As long as they win, they clinch that one seed. So the Titans are going to come out trying to fight and get that spot, especially with Derrick Henry coming back. So what you're saying is the Titans are about to win. I'm just saying they it got all. something to play for. It all. They're going to win. Possibly. I was just a year early on my Titans hype. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm a year them. early on my Washington football team hype. Or by that point, the, what are they? The red, not red tails. I forget. Anyways, they're coming up next. We'll talk about that later. And I'm just like 20 years early on my Browns hype. Will there ever be brown type? The world may never know. May never know, but I'll go with the Titans. All right, Dominic's taking the Titans in 10. Um, I like the Texans. They're one of those teams that I, I think they're they're doing some good work. They might be a shitty team, but they, they fight hard. They're not going to win, but I think they'll keep it close enough. Give me the 10 points and the Texans, damn it. Then we get uh, probably the worst game out of the games on the slate. The Washington football team traveling to the Meadowlands to take on the New York football giants. Uh, the football team is favored by seven in this one. The giants are not starting Daniel Jones, not starting Mike Glennon. I believe they're going to go with Jake Fromm, Georgia legend, terrible college quarterback. Don't know why he's in the NFL, but he's starting for the giants going against the football team. Dominic, are the football team going to win by more than a touchdown? Yes, sir. I agree. Give me the football team. So now, since we talked about the football, let's talk about the football team, Dominic. They announced on February 2nd, so that's the like the week during the Super Bowl or something, that they're going to finally announce their team name. Um, any thoughts? Called, they're going to be called the Red Bones. Ooh, the Red Bones. That's a good one. I haven't heard that one before, Dominic. Just thought of it right now. Damn. You a Red Bone? Huh. I'm a Blue Fizz baby. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I got a headache. Are we done yet? Oh, what do you have a headache? What's wrong, Dominic? I'm blue face, baby. My head hurts. <laughs> yeah. I... Okay. Bust Anyways, <laughs> bust it down, Tatiana. Bust it, buzz it. Bust down, Tatiana. Bust down, Tatiana. I wanna see you bust down, pick it up, not break that shit down, break it down, speed it up, then slow that shit down on the gas. How was dinner, Dominic? Was it bussin', as the kids say? It was uh, okay. It wasn't too good. It was, all right. Oh, it wasn't too good. What was dinner? We went to uh, <clears throat> Tacos El Gordo. 
oh, esta cosa gordo. Sí, yo uh, sí. ¿Dónde? ¿Dónde? ¿Which one? Uh, Floresta en uh, San Leandro. Oh, sí, sí, sí. Sí, sí. Maybe get the sponsor, get some free tacos. I went to uh, Teichi, the sushi place over by Lucky's. It's very sad. Nobody was, well, there's two people in there. It was very quiet, no background music. And we were the only person who ordered for pickup because we just had pickup and they just gave us our food. Yeah, so. and you're just, oh, okay. I guess uh, we went there, I think, once. It was all right. Well, you know, it's, I like it because it's close. It's no cheap. One, it's cheap. It's, you know, five rolls for $57. I think uh, we, we we only go to rock and roll and, you know, high quality. Only the top tier for the studio audiences, uh, whatever rules, the basic rules, because she doesn't Ooh. like fish. Oh, excuse me. I, I meant basic as in like, you know, simple as in non fishy sushi. Kick his ass. Anyways, we get the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens favored by three and a half. No Lamar Jackson. Looks like I'm going to get the Tyler Huntley show. Possibly Big Ben's last game for the Steelers. Last game ever. Dominic, both these teams can sneak into the playoffs if the Colts were to lose and the Raiders and Chargers do not tie. So who gets the win here? Uh, Let's see. Big Ben, last game, got nothing to lose. Huntley has everything to prove. I'll give it to the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Yeah, give me the Ravens as well. Tyler Huntley's an interesting one. He's still on his rookie deal. Lamar Jackson, due to get a big contract soon. Not saying the Ravens aren't going to re-sign him. But Tyler Huntley does very well, kind of similar skill set and you know ability than Lamar Jackson. He's no Lamar. Lamar is still better than him, but he's doing quite well for himself, Dominic. Do you see a, a little controversy brewing maybe. if something maybe. were to happen or there's a large trade value for Tyler Huntley? Maybe, 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 maybe. he goes to a team that needs a quarterback, maybe like a team in New Orleans. Or a team like the Cleveland Browns because the Browns are going to host Mr. X's Cincinnati Bengals. They beat the Chiefs last week. Shout out. They won the AFC North. And uh, Joe Burrow will be sitting out because he tweaked his knee at the end. And Joe Mixon is out because he's got the Omnicrom. Uh, No Baker Mayfield for the Browns. We're going to get Case Keenum. And I believe that's kind of the only ones that are out. The Bengals can get first seed if kind of everybody in front of them, if the Titans and the Chiefs lose and the Bengals play it, this is the early games. They wouldn't know that ahead of time. So uh, maybe they play, or I guess if Chiefs win, they can't do anything. So maybe if the Chiefs were to win, they just scale everything back. But uh, the Browns are favored by six, probably because, you know, no Burrow and no Mixon. Dominic, do you uh, see that going the same way? That's a lot of points for the uh, brands. Wait, who's who's the Bengals backup? Uh, don't know, Mr. X. Sorry, we do not know the full depth chart of the Cincinnati Bengals. Depth chart. Bengals. Depth chart. Not death chart. Oh, my God. I'm trying to be funny. 
hilarious. Uh, Brandon Allen. So let's go, Brandon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, I'll go with yes. I'll go with the uh, with the Browns. Sorry, Mister X. No hard feelings. Your team won. Our team did it. Yeah, I mean, I I love the Bengals. Hopefully, they do some some things this uh, next next week. As long as they're not playing the Raiders, which I don't think they would, because the Raiders are probably going to be the seven seed, and then the Bengals, I think, are the three seed. So that we're not going to talk about that till the divisionals, maybe the conference finals. Ooh, that'd be a lot of fun. But um, six is a lot for the Browns. But fuck it, I did like how Case Keenum did play a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago on that Thursday night game. Uh, Bengals probably aren't going to be doing too much, especially in the second quarter or in the second half. So I think the Browns are going to be able to run away with it a little bit. So sorry, Mr. X, no hard feelings. You guys are in the playoffs. It's our final will. Bengals are going to lose and the Browns will cover. Dominic Baker Mayfield, not playing. Finally getting that surgery. He's been because he's pretty much been like the, the SpongeBob meme of the guy with glass bones the entire season. What's the future hold for Baker Mayfield and the Browns? Man, I give him like, I don't know how many years he has left in his contract, but I'll give him to his contracts out. And then if he hasn't done anything better, I think they'll uh, probably see if there's uh, any, uh, what they say, uh, bigger fish in the pond. You know what I mean? Last year, he had a his best year of his career. He comes out, had a really good start to the season. We thought, okay, the Browns are back. They're going to do this. They're going to continue that momentum from last year. And yeah, they just did not do very well. Defense was I mean, decent. Th- this sounds kind of weird, and correct me if I'm wrong. I say stupid things all the time. You but... never. Yeah, exactly. I haven't said the gimmick in like weeks or months at this point. I know, but you ready? You're probably going to say it right now. <clears throat> isn't it kind of, isn't, I'm not going to say it's the same exact career, but isn't he kind of, kind of have like a Derek Carr kind of thing where like he, his date, his first season was eh, and then like he has like a really good season and then like everything after that's been kind of shit. Dominic, you said some pretty stupid things on this podcast, <laughs> but comparing Baker Mayfield to Derek Carr, I mean, that might be up there. I mean, I know I'm not the biggest Derek Carr fan in the world, but the man is still like in the top tier of passing yards and game well, okay, drives. I, I, and I'm, not, I'm not saying comparing. that was just one year for Baker Mayfield. And you could say, you know, Derek Carr just made it the playoffs that one year, too. Well, I mean, did he well, make know, the playoffs? He fucking broke his leg. I mean, by that the time they already by that time they already locked it up, and then he broke his leg, and then the next week they lost, so they still made the playoffs. Yeah, but he didn't get to play in a playoff game. Hmm. Will he hmm. play? In, will he play in the playoffs this year? Hopefully, hmm. hopefully. Hmm. Then the New England Patriots coming off that fifty burger travel to Miami to take on the Dolphins. They got their absolute brains beaten in by the Tennessee Titans after. Winning seven in a row after losing seven in a row, they lose, kicking themselves out the playoffs, but they are still going to try to fight hard, possibly, against the Patriots. Um, I think it's if the Patriots win and the Bills lose, the Patriots can still win the division. So they're going to be playing for something. Uh, Patriots favored by six in this one. The Dolphins always play the Patriots well, especially at home. They beat the Patriots in week one or early, early in the season. Uh, you know, against rookie Mac Jones, Dominic the Dolphins gonna put up another fight and uh, win or cover or both. What, what sound what? does a Patriot make? I was almost gonna say a hoy, but that's a pirate. 
Um, I mean, I think like a Patriot would be like the British are coming. Yeah, I was just gonna say something like that. So I'll you go. Know what a, you know what a real Patriot says, Dominic? Give me a beer. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, yeah, just go. I'll just go with the Patriots. Fuck it, give me the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins to win outright. Make, gonna... make, make, make the Dolphins out. <laughs> Sound like a dying cat. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to bring up a sore subject, but uh, zombie kitty or RIP sticky. RIP sticky. Then we get the New York football Jets going not upstate because they play in New Jersey, but they go to actually the New York team, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, to take on the Bills, one might say. And the Bills are favored by 16 and a half. Is that the biggest on slate? Because the Jag- yeah, Jaguars are 15 and a half. So this one's the biggest number on the board. It's the Jets on the road. The Bills looking to clinch that playoff spot. I don't, I, I forget if they can actually win the first seed. I don't think they can, but. Uh, Give me the Bills, not the points. Okay. You, you think the Jets are going to keep it under 16 and a half? Yeah. Eh, give me the Bills. I think they're just going to stomp all over the Jets. Over/under is relatively low, probably because of the weather at forty and a half. Fuck it, give me the over. I'm locking in the over for the Jets. Bills. The Bills are going to put up a lot of points. The Jets can fuck around and put up, you know, fourteen or seventeen maybe. So give me the over in that one. Then the Carolina Panthers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers without Antonio Brown. The Bucks not really fighting for anything. They locked up the division, can't win the one seed. So maybe they just kind of fuck around and try to get the, you know, lock up the sec- second seed, but it really doesn't matter at this point. Uh, Bucks favored by eight at home. Uh, there's Tom Brady can set a uh, the all time, whatchamacallit, passing yards record if he throws for 500 yards. Uh, Mike Evans can get keep his streak alive of a thousand yard receiving. So there's some numbers on the line for the Buccaneers if they want to reach those, but in terms of playoffs, nothing really to fight for here. Uh, I mean, I was actually thinking if I was the Buccaneers and, okay, Tom Brady needs 500 yards, Mike Evans needs some yards, like just, you know, just try to try to pad their stats maybe. I was thinking about And they that. don't have a running back, it seems like. Uh, Leonard Fournette's out. Ronald Jones is dealing with something. So looks like it's going to be the Le'Veon Bell show and Keyshawn Vaughn. Eh, give me the Panthers. Hey, Dominic's taking the points. Uh, give me the Bucks. The, pa- the Panthers just cannot do anything right at this point. I don't even know what the quarterback is. I don't even think it matters. Give me the Bucks and the eight points. Then the New Orleans Saints take on the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Saints favored by three and a half in this one. Um, the Saints, if they win and the 49ers lose, they can sneak into the playoffs as the seven seed. So they got everything to play for. Falcons, this is a bitter NFC South rivalry. Falcons have been very inconsistent the entire year. Dominic, what do you see in this one? I see the Falcons ruining the Saints' day by just pounding their heads into the dirt. I'm going with the Falcons, baby. Caca. Caca. Do you, uh, so you're taking the, uh, obviously you're going to take the points, but do you think the Fal- Falcons are going to win outright? Yes. Okay. Fuck the Saints. Hate to see it. Um, I'm going to be the homer. I will take the Saints. Give them the points as well. Saints going to get it done. Then they got to actually they play at the same time as the 49ers. So at that point, they, would, they wouldn't even know. Uh, over-under is pretty low at 39 and a half. 
Falcons could get there. I don't know if the Saints could get there, though. So uh, it's probably an under if the Saints win, but if it's an over, the Falcons probably win. Then we get the final battle of the birds in the regular season. As we stated earlier, not uh, too many battle of the birds this season. The Seattle Seagulls take on the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals um, can win the NFC West if they win and the Rams lose. So they will be playing for something. Both the running backs, James Conner and Chase Edmonds, dealing with some injuries. Uh, no DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, and the Seahawks. Um, they're the Seahawks. This might be the final game of the Pete Carroll slash Russell Wilson era? Question mark? Hope so. Cardinals, Cardinals favored by six at home. Give me the Cardinals. Give me the Seahawks. I got the Seahawks winning out, right? Cardinals don't play that well at home. Seahawks, final game possibly for miss, for a dangerous Mr. Unlimited. So give me the Seahawks and the points. Let me sprinkle some on the money line as well. Okay, moving on. Staying in the NFC West, we get the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Rams favored by four. The 49ers have the Rams number, or Kyle Shanahan has Sean McVay's number. We don't know who is going to be the quarterback for the 49ers at this point. Jimmy G dealing with a hand injury, kind of like the webbing, his you know webbing of his thumb hand area, I guess, is kind of fucked up. So um, that is up in the air. At this point of what is going to happen, 49ers win and they're in. And as stated earlier, if the Saints win, the 49ers lose, Saints are in, 49ers are out. But if the Saints lose and the 49ers lose, I believe the 49ers are in. So both these teams playing for a whole lot on this game. Who do you got? Well, I don't know. I kind of want to go with the 49ers just because of the history the Rams have have been they've been inconsistent as well. I thought they would come out and just light it up against the the Ravens. I mean, they got the win, but they just didn't look that good, especially against that secondary that you think they would just torch. Uh, four, it's a little, I mean, it's kind of a lot. Like if it was like two and a half, three, then maybe I would take the Rams. But but if I mean if Trey Lance, I know I'm not a big Jimmy G guy, but I feel like. If Jimmy G's playing, it gives the 49ers a much better opportunity to win. So if, I'm just going to go with the assumption Jimmy G is playing. Ah, fuck it, give him the Rams. They break out of their Kyle Shanahan slump. They make a statement and win the West. Then I'll go with the 49ers to fade you. I think Jimmy G is the... I I, I think if Jimmy G plays... It's going to be a closer game. I think if Trey Lance plays, I think his ability to run a lot better than Jimmy will help him in the long run. So I'll go with the Niners. I mean, we saw it last week. They were first half losing or battling, at least, with the Texans. Then they come out second half, they run away with it. So you've seen the, the ups and downs that Trey Lance can have. Now, the Rams are no Texans, so you can't exactly you know fall behind in the first half or else they're just going to outrun you. And Cooper Cup can't set the receiving yards single season record if he gets like 136 yards, I believe, with the extra game. So a little asterisk there, but uh, shout out Matthew's little Cooper Cup. Set a fantastic season. Then Sunday night, the game we've all been waiting for. The most important game of my entire life. The most important game on the NFL slate, AFC West battle, Los Angeles Chargers travel to the desert to take on the Las Vegas 
Raiders. Dun, 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 Whoever dun. wins gets in as the wild card. Well, the Colts will lose. Both of them could tie, and they both get in there. But yeah. that ain't going to happen because both these teams hate each other. Hate, 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 hate. We will have a correspondent live at the game. Travis Gunderson will be there and Gunderson. will give a Facebook Live video. Hopefully, if they win, but especially if they lose, it should be a hell of a time in Vegas Sunday night. Raiders are underdogs in this one. Chargers favored by three. Favored by three, 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 three. Damn. Um, I'm going to go with my Raiders, like always. Um, Chargers are a damn good team. We've seen, we've seen it, though, that the Chargers, when faced against a team that they know they can beat, they can kind of lose sometimes. So I'm, I, 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 I want the Raiders to win this game, not just for John Madden, but for me, for you, for the studio audience, for her brother, for my brother, for your brother, for Travis Gunnerson, Tyler Gunnerson, for all the fucking Oakland natives, man. We deserve it. And they do do it for us, man. It's still real to me, damn it. So I don't know what the, the curse would be. Is it a curse if I pick the Raiders or is it a curse if I don't pick the Raiders? How about you just don't share it, okay? Just just don't pick anyone. Just don't pick anyone. Okay, I won't pick anyone, I think. But shout out to the Raiders. Yeah, the, you know, I mean, I don't know exactly what, I forget what the preseason hype was, but I mean, to go through what they've gone through with John Gruden and Henry Ruggs and to be over 500, I mean, they, they've done, have they had a hell of a season. Oh, I mean, goodness. beating the Colts. I mean, shout out Rick Pisaccia. I mean, we keep forgetting his name, but this time I remember to remember the man's name. He's he's done a great job. Probably not going to be the uh, head coach next year, but they, I mean, the Raiders have done a great job this season, and they could have done better because I think there were some games, I mean, especially the Chiefs games, where they just got absolutely fucking slaughtered. Well, I, I don't hold the Chiefs games against them because it's the it's, Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. But, I mean, uh, what was the game that they lost that fucking made me disappointed? I can't. Which one was it? There's one team that like I was kind of like, oh, okay, we got it. And they ended up losing. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Wasn't it the Giants? Did they lose to the Giants? I think they did. Yes, they did lose to the Giants. They they had a three game skid where they lost to the Bengals, Chiefs and Giants. Yeah. And I yeah, it was that I was like, oh, and they got smacked up by the Bears. Yeah. And that was the other game. Those are two games. If we would have won those two games, we wouldn't be in this situation right now. So. I I'm going to pour my heart into it i'm gonna watch that game i'm gonna be sitting there with beers in my hand fucking screaming just like travis is gonna be but he paid a lot of money for those tickets so you enjoy it buddy and uh you know hopefully there's no karaoke going on in las vegas but if there is we would not complain because that was some great new year's eve entertainment but not as great not, new not, year's not, eve. not the song i wanted but you know it's okay but not as good and i didn't even get my song recommendation that i put in there multiple times Oh, yeah. What was that? Um, well, it's off the Kanye Jay-Z album. It's, uh, you know, one of the most popular songs in, in history. It's just a great song. Leave it. Just go beep. Um, it would be, I believe, um, young, young man, young men in Paris. Okay. It's a great song. We're going to skate to one song and one song only, right, Dominic? Sure. I don't, I don't know. Sure. Wow, you don't even you don't even know that song. You're that no, might be the whitest I, thing you've ever said. I really don't know it. You don't know that song. I've never heard it. 
You've never heard Young Gentleman in Paris, Dominic. I'm dead serious. Never heard it. Is studio audience had a smack upside the head? Can you repeat your request? She just turned, she just muted her, uh, her uh, paused her show. Dominic has never heard the Jay Z Kanye song, Gentleman in Paris. Mary, have I mean, studio audience, have you heard that song? I don't know, maybe. I don't know names. One song only. We're going to schedule one song, one song only. You're telling me you've never listened to this song once. You've definitely heard this. Oh, it's that song. It's that song. Oh, you heard that. Yeah, I didn't know the name either. Do you know why the song is called what it is? No. Because they were in Paris. God, those are the two dumbest motherfuckers, and yet they're fucking millionaires. You know that? Hey, don't talk about Kanye like that. He is not crazy. <laughs> okay. Anyways, anyway. that is it for week 18 of Dominic's Picks. Next week is the NFL playoffs. Should be amazing. Gonna have so much fun, Dominic. All right, we're done with that. Let's get into the other jingle. Let's get into the fan mail segment. Well, hang oh, on, we, we didn't check MLB negotiations. God oh, damn sorry, it. sorry, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> Hold on, let me type it up real quick. Um, thank you. MLB lockout news. Um, two days ago on ESPN, why MLB's labor negotiations have gone nowhere. Cool. Oh, shout out to MLB Network firing Ken Rosenthal because he basically said fuck Rob Manfred. So shout out Ken Rosenthal. He's the GOAT. So does that mean we're going to get him on the podcast next week? Hopefully. You know, and, and by the way, you know, we were talking off the air in our pre-production meeting before the pre-pre-production meeting, the pre-production meeting, pre-production meeting that you didn't want to have me to make a website. So if I was going to ha- want people to be guests on the show, what I just have to, you know, I you got to slide in the DMs. That's how I, yeah, another podcast does it. Okay. Just be, well, no, I mean like, Hey, I want to, you want to come on the podcast and talk some shit about stuff, whatever, like, you know, let me know or, you know, what like, I mean, whatever I that, that, that part, I don't care the, the pitch. I don't give a shit about, but are you okay with that going on? And then me being like, Hey, you got to email this person, the link to the show. Cause they're going to be on it next week. Like, are you okay with that? Sure. I mean, we were supposed to get what's his name, Sokoa, on the podcast, allegedly. Well, I mean, that's a work in progress. Let's, let's, don't, I mean, don't, it's not out of the realm of possibility. We st- it still could happen. It still could happen. We yeah. have to jump through a few more hoops now, but it could still happen. Exactly. And that's honestly, that's what when when I was talking to my friend last, I was like, it's it's WWE. They ain't going to let him come on some fucking some world renowned oh. podcast that million hey i mean if they saw the mailbag we have this week they would they would know we are a legit podcast we got a loaded mailbag biggest one ever ever 2022 is off to a hot start anyways let's jump into the oh wait I'm sorry let's <clears throat> fuck up sorry all right that's it for the nfl week 18 preview let's jump on into the mailbag otherwise known as Mr. Hexes, questions of the week. Bum, bum. So we do have a loaded question submitted thing. A lot of people, pretty much everybody who's ever sent in something to the podcast and a new one via Instagram have sent in questions. So we're going to take this in order. 
of Wind Wind they sent it. So shout out Johnny Roca. Uh, T's and P's. He got the Omnicrom, oh. but uh, he did send in questions last week because we, unfortunately, you know, we didn't. I didn't give him the heads up that we were recording early, so he sent in kind of during the podcast. And if you haven't, go check out Dominic's three point challenge. Nah, great, nah, great nah. content. They don't need to. Great content. So uh, this one might be a little dated, but we're going to kind of tweak it a little bit. So uh, his question of the remaining seven teams, we're just going to ixnay that, which will remain undefeated in the last two weeks of the regular season and carry a heavy momentum into the playoffs. So I'm going to reframe Johnny's question, and I'm going to ask out of the quote unquote division leaders, Dominic, who do you think has the best chance, best momentum? I know we've kind of answered this question already. But who do you think is going to have the most momentum or playing the best headed into the playoffs? Helps if I unmuted myself. Uh, Chiefs, 100%, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, Chiefs. They're playing the Denver Broncos, and they're. I think the, the Chiefs are just going to, like, I, I mean, I I agree with what you said earlier. I think the Chiefs are just going to beat the shit out of them, and I think that's going to just carry on into the playoffs. I go with the Titans. I think if the I know I did pick the Texans to cover, but if the Titans come out to make a statement, they get that one seed, get Derrick Henry back for that divisional matchup. I think they. I mean, I still don't even know what the Titans are because their defense is like hit or miss. Offense is definitely hit or miss. But if they can kind of put it together for that three week, one month stretch, you know, maybe they could could grind it out and do some damage. Um, so out of the seven teams, most underrated or overrated. So what are out of the top teams? Would you say are the most over underrated teams? Ooh. Overrated. Cowboys. I agree. I've, I mean, it's mostly mostly because like for fantasy and betting wise, I've been on them the entire season. And I just feel like every time I try to put my momentum and I start to believe in them, they let me down. And then, I, st- I mean, I still believe in that defense. It's more the offense. I yeah, don't have faith in. I agree. And the underrated. We already know. We already know. You you already know who we're going to say. The Bengals? Yeah, fucking right. It's the Bengals. Cincinnati, baby. Shout out Joey B. Get the gat. Hit the gritty. All the other oh, LSU dances and shit. Okay. Yeah. But if it's not the Bengals. Mm. I think, if, well, this isn't going to happen. But if the Chargers were to sneak into the playoffs, I think they can they can do some damage. And yeah. also the Titans. I think the Titans are also underrated because, I mean, it's Ryan Tannehill. They're not exactly a sexy team, but I'll go with the Titans um, as well. So second question, what was your personal most favorite sports moment that happened to you or that you achieved? I think, we've, I think Mr. X has asked us this question before. Or someone's asked us this question before. I think it was Mr. X, yeah. So. Um, Dominic, you're, I think this is how we went. Like, I think this is how we went down like a whole rabbit hole of your CYO career. I mean, but I didn't really like win anything CYO made it to the dicey. And and, yeah. Okay. I think Mr. Exodus because I remember I bringing up dicey's and I was like, Oh, Travis never made it to the dicey's. And he's like, Oh, well, I think Travis won a medal. And he was like, Oh, look at my medal. Uh." Um, but I, I mean, I mean, if you want my sink, my personal, like greatest achievement would probably in sports. Oh man. I mean, probably taking second in that wrestling tournament sophomore year before, you know, before broken, breaking the neck and, 
you know, having to hang up the boots for life. Um, but uh, probably that would probably be the one because I did take second. And that's, you know, that is personally me putting, going out there and doing it, not a team sport where like, oh, I fucking suck today, but this guy, you know, saved my, saved the team's ass. So I'll probably go taking second in that wrestling tournament in high school. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was going to lean towards wrestling. You know, I only won one third place medal in my one year of middle school wrestling, but I will say, you know, when you win, at least you got a medal. I took second and I never got it. Damn. Uh, You know, big daddy. He's has, He's fucking, he's like Kurt Angle at Brock Lesnar. He just got all the medals. He was a heavyweight superstar in Bohannon Middle School. Should have wrestled in high school. Should have, yeah. Should have yeah, wrestled in high should've. school. Would have got all the bitches. Should have. But uh, if we're going baseball, um, it's probably the the leadoff home run that I hit. First ever home run. Never hit a, over the, I've hit one over the fence home run in my entire career because I'm, I'm a little guy. But uh, I hit a home run very much downwind. It blew the ball like 400 yards is pretty much, you know, polo grounds dead center territory wasn't that sea breeze shit it wasn't at sea breeze but it, it was i've rarely ever played here i don't even know if you know there's a place but like behind chabot there's like an elementary school or middle school yeah ochoa yeah there's a there's we played at that school and there was like a big wind i think travis was on the team i hit it to right field leadoff hit fucking drop serious massive diesel of course mommy and josh wasn't there because josh was sick and mom had to take care of him what a I'm, selfish i know my dad was there, so it's okay. It's fine. He saw it. Dropped diesel, round first. I was like, oh, this is probably going to be a home run. Trip and fall over first base. Eat shit. <laughs> but you know what? I got up, ran my little roadrunner ass around the base, still got a leadoff home run, so suck my dick. Well, if we're going baseball, I mean, I guess. See, like, like part of me wants to say, like, okay, my first year in majors, getting in you know selected for the all-star team and like playing in the two games that we played or whatever and then sitting behind me huh what what what'd you say i didn't sit behind you i mean you know second line i was third base motherfucker you were what second yeah i mean but you're still second line second line how am i second line anyways you're saying no bitch explain yourself now No, I'm not speaking on until you speak on it, boy. I said two and one, bitch ass. I need two. No, no. I was not a two and one, bitch ass. All right. Thank you very much. Three and one. Three and two, bitch. Okay. Got it. Got it. But not starting. Uh, No, actually, I did. The first game I did start at third. And then it was like the last like two innings, I think. And they put, uh, hopefully he doesn't listen to this, but they put Marcus Perkins at third. Shout, I think. Out, shout out Marcus. And uh, I think I got all fucking bent out of shape because I was like fucking actually like playing good that game. And they put him in or something like it was something. It was either Marcus or somebody else. I can't remember. But I remember it was Mickey Cardo's. I don't know. I just remember fucking. I remember. Would there be, I, a, would there be a T-shirt in one of our closets that would have. Because I, I know I keep stupid shit like that. Would there be an all-star game T-shirt of us? together with our names on the back oh i don't know i'd probably i remember you you have a thousand t-shirts in your room but it's probably not none of those probably probably i remember i had the jersey for the longest time and i tried it on like in high school i think i was like oh uh, you gotta cut it off i think but um almost had uh, a call 901 because you almost passed out almost but uh 
I mean, so part of me wants to say the all-star team, but then the other part of me wants to say the time that I hit it to the fence. And I think I got to like a, Ooh. I think I got to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to say nice. I'm going to be Stand, nice. A stand up I, single. I got a double. Cause oh, I want to say okay. I tried okay. to go for a triple and I, I don't know if I got, I no, I think I got a double. Cause I'm fat. So those are probably one of my two right there. Good job. Good job. All right. Next up to uh, Johnny Roca's questions for this week. Jesus. Uh, what? Sorry. Yes. What games, video games, were you masters at, Dominic? Like video games. God damn it. What were your best video games you were good at? I always sucked at sports games. I always... uh, him, that's another question. Oh. So master. What? I mean, does like, does like Grand Theft Auto count or is like. Sure. So then, yeah, I would say Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is probably my favorite video game of all okay. time. Okay, well, let's just let's, let's we're just gonna mess them all together. Okay, master ones you sucked, and ones your all timers, the ones you're addicted to the most. So bam, bam, bam. Okay, bam, bam, bam. Um, master. Okay, I'll, I'll go all time is San Andreas, just because I I've played that game maybe twenty different times, and I just I can never never get enough of it i i beat it cleanly with no cheat codes i beat it with cheat codes i've you know i've just i i cannot get enough of that game i wish there was an online server for it um just it's fucking amazing um sucked at like i said i always sucked at any baseball or basketball fuck you um i always sucked at those my brother always be fuck you shut the fuck up I'm getting better, all right. Rocket League. That I'm master. Uh, I don't want to talk about that right now. And master, I'm trying to think if there's a game that like I'm fucking untouchable at. Oh, you know what? I will say this. I would say Call of Duty, Black Ops, Dose. I was fucking legitness. That was legitness. Yes. And that, I'm not talking about like, I'm talking about campaign zombies and multiplayer. I was legit. I was fucking like great. Katie, um, you know, I fucking like gold gun. Like I fucking, and everything was legit, like not fucking boosted or whatever. Like I fucking worked hard for that shit. So there we go. So where's that in Warzone? What was that? What? Anyway, so my mine uh, games that I was a master at, um, I always liked the sports games, so I really could put my mind to it and like really grind. I used to be really good at Madden, and then MLB the Show. I could, I could get decent at that. So probably like the FPS games, like Call of Duty multiplayer. Like I'm okay, but I'm I wouldn't say I'm a master at it. I'm not exactly uh, that great. So probably the FPS first person shooters. I'm not. Not to the best at, but uh, all-time go-to ones that you're addicted. Um, probably the sports games. I, I mean, especially like during the pandemic when I was just all in on MLB The Show, just playing it all day, every day, and you know, unlocking all the cards. That was uh, definitely one. But if we're gonna go like back in time, PS2 because I was N- Nintendo 64. I guess you go, you know, Super Nintendo, but Nintendo 64, PS2, Xbox 360, PS4, PS5. Is that the uh, correct video game evolution, Dominic? What was your evolution? Uh, Super Nintendo 64, 
PlayStation One to three sixty four. Good job, good job. You haven't got a five yet, but Studio does. does. Shout out. We're gonna play Dirt Five later, right? She said, uh, "Fuck off." No, oh, damn, and damn. she wants to cut your dick off. Sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I didn't. I'm. It's. It's about the sushi Asian. I'm sorry. I didn't know how to explain myself because I forgot exactly what role she gets. Avocado. Sorry, avocado roll. It's a great roll. Had some avocado in my rolls today. Sushi you rolls. Avocado on your titties? Uh, no. I had barbecue sauce on my titties today. Shout out. Okay, uh, Master, going back in time. Um, I really like Jack and Daxter. Banjo-Kazooie. There you go. Anyways, last Ratchet question. Forgot it. Ratchet and Clank. That's always a good one to go back to. Uh, so final question from Johnny Roca. If you were going to start an NFL franchise from scratch, which young quarterback whose first name starts with a J are you going to roll with? So NFL starting from scratch franchise, the San Lorenzo Grizzlies or Dons or Bib Fortunas. Uh, so are we going with Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, or Jalen Hurts? Mr. Burrow. Ah, well, mm. well, Burrow and Herbert are always going to be compared because they're in the same draft. Hurts, I, I still think he's underrated. Like, I, well, from a fantasy perspective, he's really good. On field wise, there's definitely some. So I would definitely say Hurts is the clear cut number four. Allen, a little bit older than the other, you know, the other guys. So that kind of would give him a knock. So I would, but I think Allen. It's probably the best at this very moment. But if you're starting from scratch, you're probably not going to have a great team. So you probably want to build more to the future. So I think it does have to go with who do you take Herbert or Burrow? Are we going with the knee injury for Burrow though? Or like, wait, yeah, you gotta, you gotta take him right now, but Burrow, Ooh. I mean, I do feel like Burrow should win comeback player of the year. They're probably going to still give it to Dak, but I think Burrow should probably win it. I think Burrow has had a better season than Dak. So I agree with that. But um, if I had to start it, I think I'd go. It's just like with 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 how the severity of the knee injury, it gets me nervous. And like how he tweaked it last game, it's like it makes me nervous. That, I mean, yeah, I know anybody can you know have a tweak at any moment, but it's like he has the history now of the knee injury, so it's kind of just makes me a little nervous. But and Joe Burrow, I believe he's like an old, he's like an old second year guy. Yeah, so you know what? Fuck it, I'll go Joe Burrow. I'll, I'll I'll ride or die with him any day of the week. So yeah, so Joe Burrow is twenty five, while Justin Herbert is, is he twenty three. Yeah, he's twenty three. So he, Burrow's a little older. How old is Josh Allen? I think he's the same age as Burrow, isn't he? Yeah. So okay, so Allen and Burrow are the same age. So if I was going to give a knock on Allen, I probably would take Allen over Burrow. So, uh. Fuck it. It's, I mean, it's only two years. He's going to play for another 15, probably, unless something were to go wrong. So I'll take Josh Allen. He's ready right now, and I think he's going to be fantastic for the next 15-plus years. So give me old Josh Allen. Who are you taking, Dominic? Uh, I'll be taking uh, Joseph Burroughs. Okay, so Mr. X will be very happy with you. Then, oh, shout out Rebby uh, Hardy. Uh, then we will go with from a question from Ty Gundy 27 What are some guaranteed locks for the weekend NBA slate. So, um, Dominic, since you definitely still have the uh, script up, you definitely would see that there was a link to NBA odds that you can click on that would take you straight to the sports book. Now, the problem with this, 
is the sports book doesn't exactly have, you know, the entire, the odds aren't up for the weekend thus far. So we have uh, the Saturday slate up, or at least most of it, I uh-huh. do believe. So we got the Clippers at home against the Grizzlies, minus one. Uh, Pistons against the Magic, minus three. Celtics, minus seven against the Knicks. Uh, Suns minus eight and a half against the Heat. Now I know the Heat dealing with some Rona issues. The Celtics uh, coming off of that uh, insane buzzer beater just collapse a couple days ago against the Knicks. I I do like the Knicks plus seven on the road in the Garden, the Boston Garden. Yeah. Come on, Dominic. Tigani twenty seven needs some locks. I'm look. I was I was gonna say like why aren't we talking about the Cavs and Trailblazers and the Hawks and Lakers? I'm like, oh those games are live right now, that's why. Um so you you're you're saying Celtics is a lock at minus seven? And I said Knicks. Knicks is a lock. I think the Knicks solid chance to win that game. I as you guys know, we're not really paying attention to the NBA too much. So when it comes to COVID and stuff, I don't know what's going on. I you know, I'm looking at it and I I might have to agree with you because I feel like it's because the Clipper Grizzlies is minus one. It's kind of a fuck it pick. I think the Magic and Pistons, it's they're two shitty teams. It's kind of hard to really, you know, cipher out which one would be better. And then the Heat and Suns, I think the Suns are just going to run away with that game anyway. So, yeah. So, I think if I had to pick it, I'd say the lock is going to be the Celtics beating the Knicks. Oh, so, you're just going to completely fade my pick. So, Tiger any 27. If you're listening to us in time, put your faith in one of us and take either the Celtics or the Knicks. And whoever you put money on. It's who you love. It's who you love. And maybe you give us a little feedback, you know, or a little, maybe, uh, maybe. little, a uh, little bit of that cash flow comes back this way a little bit, you know? Maybe, maybe. So Sunday, uh, we're not going to talk about every game, but the important one is Golden State at home hosting the Cleveland Cavaliers. People saying that possibly Clay Thompson coming back. Is it going to happen, Dominic? Yeah, he'll come back and he'll play like fucking two minutes and then Golden State by a million. Oh, totally. You you know, he's going to score 37 points in just, you know, one quarter again, whatever. Pretty much. Pretty much. Curry in a little bit of a slump right now. Um, Do you think when and if Clay comes back, does that help him or is it just something else? Just kind of this is what happens. You know, you, you it, well, first of all, it is kind of what happens with Steph is he kind of does go in these little tiny little slumps. But when Clay comes back, when Clay gets the green light to go the full fucking game like he used to do, if that if that is if that's even an option now, um, it will help Steph out a lot because and well, the other thing you got to remember too is you know, I know Clay's been doing warm-up shoot shoot arounds and you know, you see him draining threes, but it's different draining threes and shoot around. I mean, I would know, of course. Um, but uh, it's different. Check from, out the Instagram. <laughs> it's different from shoot around than in a real game. So, I mean, you got to be able to see Clay. And, you know, if if he's still as dangerous as we think he is, then, yeah, it, it's just going to be – it's going to help Steph. It's going to help him. It's going to help everybody. Now, if he comes back and he's just fucking dog shit, then it's a different story. Shout out, Clay. I jumped into Instagram live. He was just on his boat, on the bay, just vibing out. He's just living his best life. Shout out Clay Thompson. He's a good dude. Should have got him on the podcast. God damn it. Should have. Should have. You know, we were in the same room as Clay Thompson for like five we, minutes. We were. And then that fucking girl had a fucking fangirl out and just. Yeah, she was trying to get herself some, some clay. You she think she did? 
Clay from Clay, if you know what I mean. You know. Anyways, moving on. Next question. Uh, this one comes from our number one fan, Haley. Uh, she asks. Uh, she's asking a question here because it's too long to ask on the Instagram story. So I appreciate that. We appreciate that, Haley. Uh, I want to get Raising Canes, but I lost some of my taste because of Miss Rona. So T's and P's. We got Johnny Roca and Haley Hate on the fucking see it. on the COVID nineteen reserve list. Uh, finally. Miss Rona finally got her. Is it worth driving to Manteca if there's a possibility I can't taste their sauce? Um, I'm going to be honest. I've never had Raising Kings because, you know, somebody doesn't want to take me. <clears throat> Brandon? Well, Tyler? I guess nobody just loves me besides the studio audience. And that's even up in the air. You love me, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, Summer but, Ray's gonna be a part of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, you didn't see that. Fucking take my money. <laughs> what about Melina? Uh, She's is Melina gonna be there? She's trending. No, fuck Melina. <sighs> Damn it. Anyways, and let's get back to Haley's question here. Sorry, wrestling wrestling's coming up. Sorry. Um, sorry. I'll be honest with you. When I had COVID and I couldn't taste anything, that was the one thing that um, killed me inside was being unable. You know. The day I found out I couldn't taste anything, I had bacon and eggs, one of my favorite breakfasts of all time, and I took a bite of the bacon. I'm like, I can't taste it. Took a bite of the eggs. I can't taste it. So if there's even a, a small chance that you cannot taste from what I heard is their delicious sauce, I don't think it's worth it. It's all, you know, it's all up to you, Haley. You do what you want to do. Now, Josh and I once tried to go to Raisin Cane's, but I think it was brand new, just opened. And so it was just insane, crazy line, worse than in and out. Inside was worse than in and out. It was like a combination. It looked like Texas Roadhouse in that bitch. It was packed. So we didn't go. But I've heard some people say it's really good, like Haley and Tygunny27. But then I've also said that it's overrated. I would know. Never had it. Maybe one of these days we'll go on Instagram live and we'll do a, a taste test because we're, well, you know, we were supposed to have this whole saga series where Dominic and I try every single fast food. Uh, breakfast that we did two episodes of that and or one episode of that and well we you know, we did well okay. we, did, we uh, did the Taco Bell one but that wasn't on the air we did the Wendy's one that's the only canon review we've yeah, ever done that, and then I, you took me to Jack in the Box too right once again not on the air yeah I th- well maybe so, we did like a late review like on the podcast yeah and I and I had a rated and I think I rated it like the best I think I rated that number one and then I think Travis was like you're fucking crazy or something like that. Then that's when we had to go to talk about to get the steak crunch wrap, yeah. which I never had before, and it was quite good. Yes, 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 yes. yes. But and one side note though, Haley, uh, I think Tyler, which I, I I assume it, but you know, it's just gotta throw it out there. He has to drive and pay, and then you know, buy you dessert as well. Give a final answer. I'll say no, just because Dominic knows how stingy I am. So if I ain't gonna taste it, I'm gonna be waiting in line for all that time. Damn right, it ain't worth it. Damn right. So moving on, moving on. Uh, then final question from the Instagram, brand new first time ever question asker. This one comes from Travis Gunderson or hungry hunter underscore from Instagram question for the podcast. What do you think of the huge strides that monster jam has made over the past 10 years? Drivers becoming more and more talented advancements in technology, being able to hold these vehicles up better, etc. 
And do you think at some point freestyle competitions become too much like NBA dunk contests? Don't know where the last part came from, but. They're going to have monster truck basketball guaranteed coming soon. Monster truck football. Yep. So as the resident expert on Monster Jam, your thoughts on the huge advantage. Who the fuck says I'm the, I've never been to one. Why you've never been to one. Have you been to one? I've been to a few, a lot back in the day, back, you know, when I was a wee little whippersnapper, me and my dad, we go, went to a few monster jams, went to a few motocross, went to a few, well, one drag race. Um, well, been a few drag races after that, but that's a different story. That hmm. queen races. Um, that, that's for another, that's for another podcast, but no, um, I mean, I, never, Medusa, I mean, you you have met a, a Monster Jam legend. You met Medusa. The wrestler. Yes, but she is a Monster Jam legend. How is she a Monster Jam legend? <clears throat> she uh, used to drive monster trucks. She did? Yes. Is this, where I, is this where I lose all credibility and I get kicked off the podcast? Well, you might have just lost your resident Monster Jam expert card. Oh, I mean, because all you know is Gravedigger. Damn right. Only one that matters. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I could see where he's coming from, but uh, Monster Jam wrestling matches. Bring that back. The Giant versus Hulk Hogan. And then bring out the Yeti. Great moment. Travis, if you have never seen that moment in wrestling history. Go on the cock. I don't know if you have a cock, but go on the cock and watch it. Does not have a cock. You don't think Travis has a cock? No, I don't think he, I don't think he has enough. I mean, well, I mean, my cock's free, but I don't know if he has a free cock. He might have to pay for his cock. He doesn't look yeah. like the type of guy likes to pay for cock. Yeah. But if you haven't, what is the... Uh, I forget, it's, it's not Bash at the Beach, is it? Mr. X, don't yell at me. Uh, Monster Truck. I think, I think it was Bash at the Beach. WCW. Uh, I, okay, this was not exactly the... Uh... Wait, is that the one where like Hulk Hogan... like? Fucking like so called like almost died. Well, no, he pushes the Big Show, the giant, off the edge off of the, the off the building, and then like five minutes later, the Big Show comes back, and then they wrestle a match, and then he oh, it's at Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety five. So, Hungry Hunter underscore go on the cock. Type in watch. Well, yeah, if you have a cock, go on WCW Halloween Havoc nineteen ninety five, and go to the end and watch the uh, Monster Truck Mayhem match. I think that's what it's called, yeah. where you just see fucking. The Big Show and Hulk Hogan like push each other around. When it's definitely them driving the monster truck, not somebody else, for like five minutes, and then the Yeti comes out, or Johnny Roca, or anybody else. Haley, Ty Gundy, Dominic, Josh, me, whoever listens to this podcast, go out and watch it. Get on your co- whip out your cocks and go watch it. Yep, yep. We didn't even answer his question at all. Well, I mean, I said I see where he's coming from, and he started talking about cocks and stuff again, so. Travis, we don't know Monster Jams. I mean, I've, you know, Studiance is gone. She's want she wants me to go, but I just, uh, you know, never, uh, never, uh, you know. I have yeah. seen her once at the Oracle. I think it was Oracle. I've seen her once in an arena. Terrible. It's very small. They don't do anything. Pretty sure I got a contact high from the exhaust. But outside, that's, that's what great. everybody likes is the contact high. I remember one time dropping off studio audience at work when she when she was the plug at the Oracle at then called Oracle Arena. Uh, 
And I remember picking her up and dropping her off. And there's like all the monster trucks are outside. And I'm like, oh, damn, dude, this is pretty cool. Look, at all these fucking big ass monster trucks. I'm in my truck. I'm like, bro, my truck's gonna look like that one day. Just being all cool and shit. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. Great story. Great story. Yep, 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 yep. Hashtag story time with Dominic. With lots of farts. Is that a new segment? Story time with Dominic? Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that on a story doc. Yeah, whatever. That's an offshoot podcast. That's that's on the Patreon. Yes, exactly. So uh, is that it? That is it on the Instagram. If you want to be like these lovely people, slide into the DMs or answer a call to action at Curveballs and CS on Instagram. It's also the same on Twitter. Lovely ambassador, Twitter ambassador, would love to answer your questions over there as well. Right, uh, and, Twitter ambassador? You know what? I didn't check the Twitter. Maybe we've got some DMs. You never know. Hang on, check. Okay. okay. Let's see. Uh, no, no DMs. Damn. Hate to what see about uh, like the requests? You know, there would be some some interesting DMs and like the request side of things. Nope, 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 nope. nope. No, like lick my pussy XOXO6969. None of those. But how do you how do you look that up? Anyways, Mr. X has questions. He does, because it's Mr. X's questions of the week. Bum bum. He says, hello all. Howdy. <clears throat> Who day, motherfucker? My throat was hurting after the game from yelling at the TV in both joy and anger. Do you relate, Brandon? Uh Who day? Hooday, shout out. Uh, dropped a Hooday at the end of the uh, day one recap on the other podcast. Don't know if Philip censored that out. He probably did. But uh, he censored that. It's not bad. Well, I mean, he probably put like music over it while I was talking. But Uh-oh. anyways, uh, yeah, shout out, Mr. X, uh, the Bengals. I, I've always had a little heart, a soft spot for the Bengals back in like the Ocho Cinco days. So I'm uh, glad to see that they're back. Not just because you love them. I, I have a little soft spot for them as well. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of talks about Antonio Brown. He says, what the hell's going on with AB? Is he having a mental breakdown or is he just not caring anymore and says, screw it. Um, I mean, I kind of talked about it already. I, I hope all the above. Well, yeah. I mean, I hope it's not, I, part of me hopes it's not a mental breakdown because then that means there's a bigger issue at hand. And then, you know, you got to kind of take a step back and be like, all right, we can't be. We so also crazy. forgot to talk about the issue where there's like the Instagram model who said that she had a, she was with like the entire Buccaneers team and she got COVID. So that means the Buccaneers are all going to get COVID. And yeah, that's a whole nother, another lovely little footnote to this whole story. Wonderful. But I mean, I say, I say like, I, I, I mean, yeah, fuck it. All the above. He's fucking crazy. Literally and mental, physically, mentally, everything. He's fucking crazy. And you know, he's probably just said, fuck it. I'm done. But what's going to happen in a couple of years when he spends all of his money. Cause I know he's not investing it correctly. He's going to be fucking broken. He can be fucking a crackhead. What are you talking about? He just released a new song. That shit's bad. Be popping. Oh, great. And another fucking song. I got to fucking learn about in six years. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll play it. to be like, Oh yeah, I know that song. Yeah. 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 Anywho, I don't give a fuck. I know we're all we're about a year away, but how anticipated are we for XFL to return? And how do you think it can stick around longer than one season this time? First of all, it's gonna XFL three point gonna stay around for life, baby. And for they're gonna bring back life. all the fucking free money giveaway shit. I'm about to do that. I'm about to make some money off of them. Um, oh, you know, being for real. It's. I think the XFL could have done better if not for the pandemic. So, I mean, they were kind of hitting their stride. They were at the end. 
they were and, and how it takes place after NFL. So everybody who wants that, that football um, feeling can still get it. So I, I, I think it's just pretty much, you know, just keep doing what they were doing. You don't, it, you know, maybe fine tune a few little things, but nothing that I can think of. So. Yeah. I mean, I thought they were doing not like, you know, setting the world on fire, but I thought they were definitely doing a lot better. Yeah. You know, crowds and ratings weren't exactly the best but um they there is the usfl making a, a comeback for some god reason so i think they're jump starting the xfls we think they're gonna play during the summer so they're gonna probably get a leg up on a lot of that talent now i don't know if you know people from the usfl are gonna play in the xfl in the springtime who knows but that's just another aspect of things that uh, could throw a wrench in the whole xfl thing but with colleges and NIL deals, yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. Either. Well, then because of NIL deals, wouldn't the players want to stay in college because it's probably more lucrative to be in college? I don't know. How much were the uh, – what were the contracts XFL? Were they like 500000 or something like that? Yeah, it was not that much. I think – I mean, the quarterbacks, I think, were making the most, but I don't even know if – I mean, I would assume maybe there's like a few – yeah, probably not even like a million-dollar contracts. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that. I mean, like, I mean, I'd rather play for the X- XFL, make, you know, 100,000. At least I know it's fucking, I'm not going to get cut tomorrow and lose it. You know, it's XFL, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like basketball where there would be like this, you know, hot freshman that everybody knows. It's more like because you play for Alabama or Oklahoma or Ohio State, that's the reason why you get hyped up. So it's not like if, you know, some five-star recruit from California signs to play with the XFL, I don't know if it's the same if they were to go play for Alabama instead. True, true, true. But then also, how many people did we say see from XFL get signed to NFL teams? Uh, let's see. Dearness Johnson. Shout out Dearness Johnson. If he, uh, you know, if I actually did something in fantasy football, he would have been my one week wonder. He had a fantastic game. Case Keenan game as well. But, um, there's some other AF people. Well, that was AAF at XFL. PJ I mean, Walker. PJ Walker was in the XFL. He did pretty good. It's, it's and he's the, like the fourth stringer now for the, the Carolina Panthers. But it's probably should be the starter. It's, it's you know, they they get signed to these NFL contracts because they were proven valuable in the XFL or the AFL or whatever. So, I mean, there are good things that can come from these leagues. So, it doesn't matter if you were the fucking top recruit from Alabama and no one drafted you and you're not fucking getting picked up to a practice squad, go play for the XFL. When you see, when they see you ball out there, they're like, okay, let's, let's see what happens. And you know, when he's in the big league. So it's kind of just, you know, it's the same kind of thing. I mean, it's it's basically wrestling. You're on the fucking independence for a while. The WWE goes, Oh fuck, let's, let's bring you up to NXT and see what you can do there, which is like the practice squad. And then when the fuck on the practice squad, they go, God damn, this guy's a baller. Let's sign him to the fucking, to the fucking 49ers or something. And then they release him after not even starting him. No, they he gets released for creative differences. That's why. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Or they, you know, keep him on for like twenty plus years, and then just say "fuck you, we're done." Okay, real and wrinkle. Jeez, calm the fuck down. Can we just keep? Can we, keep we got he has a lot of questions, man. Like, shut the fuck up, Brandon. Damn. You're the one. We're the one out here. We're talking about a not even started yet XFL. More than we're talking about the world popular sport of Monster Jam. Do you think Brian Leftwich would be a good fit as a head coach for the Jaguars, Brandon? 
Absolutely. I think he's going to be one of the uh, top guys that's going to get a lot of, a lot of interviews. Him, Kellen Moore, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. You know, I think those are probably the three guys. Josh Daniels is always out there. So, and it makes sense. You know, Jaguars quarterback, stay in Florida. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, but I would like to see Brian, Brian Leftwich be the uh, quarterback. And obviously, quarterback centric head coach, just trying to develop Trevor Lawrence, and he has not been good this year. So, hopefully, he can make something out of nothing. Brandon, you know what time it is? Um, game time. Any dogs time in the house? Mr. X's uh-huh. update. Yeah. Apparently, I'm put in the studio and to sleep. Anyways, not the only one. In NHL news, Tampa Bay and Washington lead the divisions in the East. In the West Conference, Nashville holds the lead. In the Central, in the Pacific, the top two stay the same with Vegas on top. And and my Anaheim Ducks, quack, quack, right behind them. The Ducks' game against the Red Wings last night had to be postponed because of, of COVID protocols for several Anaheim players. Montreal, Winnipeg, Chicago, Vancouver, and the Rangers have also had issues with multiple players being removed for the same protocols. And that was Mr. X's NHL update. Basically, long story short, Tampa Bay and Washington are in division leaders in the East. The Western Conference, Nashville holds the top, the lead in the Central. The Pacific are the same two, Vegas and the Ducks, quack, quack. And y'all motherfuckers better get vaccinated, get your boosters, get your fucking boosters, boosters, because y'all motherfuckers still getting the COVIDs. Got my booster on Wednesday. Not too bad. I mean, a little, little chilly yesterday. My armpit hurts. Quite a bit. Well, not quite a bit, but a little bit. So uh, get your boosters, people. Why does your armpit hurt? You don't fucking put it in your armpit. I mean, it's like the muscle. I don't know how it fucking works. Muscle? You got muscle in your armpit. I doubt it. You don't go to the gym anymore. I know I don't, but, you know, new year, new me, right? Nope. <laughs> Do you think that they will unify the titles with Brock and Roman at some point? Or will they just have whoever wins carry them around both and defend them at any time? Or place, what's going on with these fucking two championships, Brandon? Well, I would love for them to unify the titles because I want less titles. They're saying that just because of the day one situation, they're going to get to where they're supposed to eventually. So maybe that means Brock Lesnar loses. Maybe he wins the Rumble, challenges Roman. Maybe Brock loses. Big E wins the, cha- wins the Rumble faces Bobby because that's what they were definitely hinting at at the beginning of the year or you know at the end of the year so I would love for it to happen I uh, don't think it's going to happen though I think as long as there's two brands you have two titles I, and, as, and I agree with you I want less titles but I think as long as there's two brands it's two titles um, if Phoenix didn't break I think I think there's a typo in here, Mister X, but uh, I'll fix Damn, it. Damn, why are you gonna call him out like that? Because it's fucking with my head. <laughs> if Phoenix didn't break any bones, that has to be the worst dislocation ever. With how severe it looked, I was thinking about it- Beth Phoenix. I was like, "What are we talking about?" <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> if uh, since he dislocated it, which I didn't know if he, did you know he dislocated? It, he didn't break it. Yes, I did. You know, I read the entire statement in Spanish because you know I took like seven years of Spanish one. Okay, good. 
So uh, how long do you think we'll be out for then, Brandon? I think that severe of a dislocation. I mean, I they're mean, saying only a couple weeks. I mean, as long as there's no tendon damage, which if there is tendon damage, obviously that means like, you know, Tommy John or something. But yeah. if he's not, if nothing serious, it was just a dislocation with Jesus. That looks so bad. And they kept replaying it. Like, how do you either why are you replaying it or how did you not notice that happened on at the first try? Which I know, you know, television, you're trying to put everything together so quickly, but yeah. Which, by the way, it. we're not holding Luchasaurus accountable for this. This is strictly him putting his arm out, right? Yeah, you can't blame anybody. I mean, yeah, maybe Phoenix over-rotated, which might have been Luchasaurus doing something, but at the end, I mean, yeah, Phoenix put his arm out, and when you put your arm out, falling 10 feet, something like that's probably going to happen. Okay, okay. Just make sure. yeah. No one's at fault. It's wrestling. Uh, okay, he hates to ask this question, but he has to. He feels like he needs to say it. Who's next to okay. WWE? Hmm. Um, Tommaso Ciampa lost a championship, put up a little uh, T's and P's post. Is that him saying he's done? Is that saying he's moving on to the main roster? What do you think is the future with Tommaso Ciampa? I think he gone. Or or he's out until Johnny comes back and they reform DIY on the main roster and they become tag team champions. And then they basically just repeat what they did at NXT on the main roster with but this time Gargano's gonna turn on Ciampa and then you know it's gonna be like that. Okay, okay. Um, I would love to see Roderick Strong move on, go to AEW, and we can have the entire undisputed era. That'd be fun. I don't know if they want to do that. I know he still has like a few years left on his contract because he like just resigned or something like that. Because he so, probably thought like, oh, Adam Cole and then the boys are gonna stay too. And then they're like, nah, we're leaving. Did him dirty. So, up. Yeah, maybe Roderick Strong would be a guy to get released. Um I do wonder, like, what's the plans with EO? Are they just kind of keeping her on ice to do something with Mandy? Are they grooming her for a main roster push? Um I mean, Dakota Kai, I think that's kind of another strange one that like she's been there for so long. She ran its course with Raquel. I think she's talented. She can do something on the main roster, but I, I, I mean, I also think it's funny how they called up Tegan and not Dakota. I mean, and we're seeing right now. I mean, they're going to bring back Mickey James for the rumble. They're bringing back summer Ray. There's a definite depth issue with the women. And we wouldn't have said that a few years ago. And now you're releasing a lot of these women like, it's hard for you to have 30 women in, in general. And then you add like the title matches and stuff. It's like, no wonder they're bringing all these people back for the rumble. Bring back BFAB. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last one. What do you think they have in mind with these journey back to the ring vignettes they have planned for Alexa bliss? Wouldn't it be more exciting to have her show up as a surprise Maybe like, mm, I don't know, the Royal Rumble. I never thought about that. Wow. Hmm. So you're saying That's why Mr. X is here. He has the the wrestling mind that you the wrestling have. knowledge that I lack. But uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I think you can go a bunch of different ways. Like, is she going to narrate it? Is it just like a recap of what happened just to kind of refresh people's minds? I brought it up on the other podcast. Do we have like a Mick Foley situation where we have like regular Alexa Bliss and like Devil Alexa Bliss in the Royal Rumble? 
Oh, where it's Alexa Bliss and then it's the oh, I got you. I mean, I mean, Alexa, I don't know. I liked her when she was with the fiend. I liked her when she was just fucking fairy dust or whatever the fuck she was. But Sparkle splash. There it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like the the whatever you want to call her, uh, it doesn't work with. I mean, it worked without the fiend, but I feel like it kind of just you you can't have her there without him lurking somewhere. You know what I mean? Unless they bring in some other devilish character, which wouldn't really people would just fucking shit on it immediately. So I think it's going to be a way of, I think it's going to be maybe a narration of her being like, oh, I had to go get spiritual and had to find myself kind of thing. And whoa, 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 triggered. What? She had to go find herself. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And this is going to be like the one episode Josh actually listens to. <laughs> you know he, he's good for like one every two months, and of course this will be the one he listens to because he's coming back home because we got a COVID Christmas next weekend. So I'm gonna finally get my headset. You don't get a headset. We're getting and never mind. You know, don't want spoil it for the people. I would say you know maybe we have a special podcast next week, but you know Om- Omarion has a might have some different uh, things to say about that. Oh, I know. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Negative. Yeah. What? Oh, what? What'd you say? Nothing. The, the fuck you say? <laughs> Nothing, Brandon. I'm pretty sure you said something, you little bitch. <laughs> Studio audience, he's being mean now. I'm not being mean. I'm just asking what the hell you said. I said we're all negative, right? Also, Jerry Shots ASMR coming soon. <sighs> I thought. I thought he heard me say that I was negative. You're positive. What? What? <laughs> Anyways, Mr. X, thank you like always. God bless you. You're, you know, Mr. X, you're more part of the show than I am. I think you pay attention more than me. Maybe he should be your co-host next week. I don't know. But if you want to be like Mr. X, Johnny, Haley, Travis, Tyler, you know, send us questions, curveball ncs at gmail.com, curveballs ncs, Instagram, Facebook, curveballs and chair shots. Uh, I think TikTok, I don't know. It does do you even do anything on TikTok? I mean, I do things on TikTok, but we don't post anything on TikTok, if you know what I'm saying. You know, and uh, you know, when are you gonna I, get I, on TikTok, Dominic? Huh? When are you gonna get on TikTok? When are you gonna give all your vital information to the Chinese government? Never. But I, I want to clarify something on the tweet that I sent out to get all of those questions today. Uh, said uh, if we can get three new listeners, and all of them already listen, so there's no fail video coming. And because I don't know what we would do anyways, so more more basketball, basketball trick shots, or do we go to a batting cage and film me just fucking dropping diesel? Yep. Let's go to let's go, let's go to triple A or triple play. Is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. Probably not. They probably closed down. Um, just you know, just you 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 just throw some BP for me, and I'll just fucking just fucking yeet them at the fucking, you know. I'll hit them very far. 
We'll, we'll record it on a uh, t-ball field, so it makes it look farther. Exactly. It's up with the angles. Yes. And you don't get one of those protective cages. You just got to hope I don't line it back at you. <laughs> I'll be fine. Okay. I don't think your I don't think your exit velocity is getting above eighty. What? What? You heard me? Yeah, I suck at BP. I don't do that now. That's, that's just terrible. Um, you suck at BP. How do you suck at BP? You said you said you're throwing you throw 80. I'm not gonna fucking throw. I'm not gonna I said to... I'm not worried. Your exit velo isn't gonna be above 80. Oh, I thought you said I I, I thought you said you weren't gonna work because I'm throwing more than 80. I'm like, the fuck? I ain't gonna try to fucking I haven't played baseball in how many years you expect me to fucking just step into the box and hit 80? The fuck? I mean 80 is not exactly that fast. Bro, I fucking suck. Okay, Brandon. Clip it, clip it and ship it. Yes, great. Well, if Someone... you want to be like Mr. X, send it via the email, send it into curveball and cs at gmail.com. That is, that's it. No other emailers, Dominic. Just Mr. X. <sighs> Besides the raise energy people and the other fucking people that are trying to get us to scam us and shit like that. Yeah, no. That, okay. That, that's, okay. That, that, that's it. That's What's all uh, Ray's talking about these days? Uh, free t shirts, stuff like that. When you buy, you know, like, oh, you just got to pay for shipping. You just got to pay oh, for, you know, $30 worth of stuff to get a free t shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Which, you know, by the way, for the, you know, maybe 10 people that listen to this, very, very heartbroken, very disappointed that none of you went to rep sports and used the pro, pro our promo code to give us money. That's, 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 I'm very disappointed. Hashtag ad. Use code CBC as a checkout. Yeah. To very get 10% off or something. I don't know. Yeah. I think it was like 15, but I'm very disappointed. Very checked it. What? Yesterday, day before $0, zero cents. Just Dominic. F- Dominic was ready to retire. I was. I was. I was like, bro, couldn't log in. I'm thinking like, damn, I got so much money in here. They blocked us. Nope. Nothing in there. Disappointed. Damn. Well, we're, you know, we're going to join Ty Conti. Or we're going to be on the uh, Bang Energy team, right? I was thinking trying to go with Rain, be with Eva Marie, but you know, whatever. Or G Fuel. Be cracked out of our minds. Never had G Fuel. Is it good? Coming over, I got a big old stack of it. I had to buy new ones because my... Last supply is kind of running dry, so hopped on the buy one get one free, which is the only way I pay for it because if you, they're pretty expensive. So, by the way, just just got word from the mayor. I need to hurry the fuck up. Why? Who's the mayor? We live in a town. We don't have a mayor. We're unincorporated Alameda County. Okay, here I'm going to put you on with, with the mayor. Mayor, he, I'm the president. Oh, president. Sorry, president of world. Who's the president? Byron, who's the president? Byron, the president is the studio audience. She's the Byron. She is the president, the CEO, the CEO, O E O E O. You said CEO twice. Shut the fuck up. She's in charge. She's always been in charge, and she told me to hurry the fuck up, or she's gonna fucking punch you in the dick. Turn off the engine. She turn off the engine. Hate to see it. Oh, he's talking. Ooh, you should go hit that little switch over there and just really fuck his day up. Or I could just turn my computer off. How how could you turn it off? You push the giant button that says off. What? There's a button. Where's the button that says off? Your little scan finger. Just hold it down, babe. Where? 
Man, technology is crazy nowadays. I know, I know. So let's get into the wrestling news. Uh-huh. Yes, as Mr. X said, we have more releases, NXT releases specifically, a lot of backstage people, but the big ones, William Regal, Samoa Joe, Road Dog, Scott Armstrong, uh, Gabe Sapolsky was yesterday. So, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. It, it sucks. I think this one was more, the story was, how NXT is definitely going a completely different direction and how Triple H, like, do you think there's like a larger story behind it in terms of like uh, Triple H kind of losing his power and his, you know, vision in NXT and kind of behind the scenes in general? I mean, I, I think there's a lot that, have to, that has to do with it, but I mean, also, you know, we haven't seen Regal in months, haven't seen Joe in months. Um, you know, Road Dog's been there for so long. I mean, maybe his creative juices are done. Um, our, uh, the his brother don't even know why he was still. I mean, I know he wrestled and he was a big referee back in the day, but you know, you ran your course. So I mean, like, definitely it is a new era. But I do also believe that Triple H. You know, we kind of saw that when I think first reported that Vince was starting to get a little more hands on in NXT. It was kind of like, oh fuck, here we go. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. Which, you know maybe triple h with the whole heart attack thing or whatever maybe he's maybe he's taking a huge step back you never know yeah i mean we're we've been seeing over the past couple months that nxt is not the same nxt as it used to be um samoa joe william regal two top names i mean if you're AEW, i i think you really really want both those guys i mean especially for william regal like his scouting he was known for going to like the pwg shows and scouting the indie talent over there. And Samoa Joe, I mean, I said it, I, I would really love for him to continue kind of that Eddie King, that salty Eddie Kingston storyline where, you know, we get Samoa Joe and Eddie Kingston just trash talking back and forth. Now, the whole reason Samoa Joe was gone to begin with was because of his health. He was a commentator just whatever last year, two years ago in the thunderstorm for WrestleMania. So, um, I mean, I would love for them to go to AEW. Don't know if it's actually going to happen, but um, hopefully Samoa Joe is healthy enough that he could wrestle. Because if he does, I think he can definitely have like a one last hurrah like Brian Danielson's having right now. I mean, I definitely think Regal goes to AEW just because it's fucking William Regal. Who 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 wouldn't want him? You know what I mean? Samoa Joe, it's the health issues. If he can stay healthy, I would love it. Uh, he can always go back to Impact too and be a fucking mainstay there as well. But um, you know, let's wait and see. Uh, we got some shows, some major shows to uh, to talk about. Day one happened on the first day of the year, and I guess this is going to be a a new thing that that they do every January first. So I think next year that'd be on a Friday. So that should be interesting. But um, your thoughts? We already talked about the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns situation. Any any other uh, kind of rambling thoughts on day one in general? Yeah. I, I the only thing I kind of I knew it was gonna happen because just the way it happened the last time we saw this kind of unfold. But with Miz and Maurice and Beth Phoenix and Edge, it's kind of like I honestly don't want to see this match. I really don't. It's just it it's too much of the same when it was Nikki and John and Miz and Maurice. It's just the same shit. You already know Edge and Beth Phoenix are going to win, and Miz and Maurice are there just to, you know, take the L. It's I don't want to see this match. At least it's happening on Royal Rumble, 
Like if they were to build this and have this at WrestleMania and waste an edge match, a WrestleMania match on this mixed tag, like I would definitely agree, but it's just, it's just Royal Rumble. It's fine. You know, edge isn't going to win back to back. So might as well get him off the show or get him off the rumble. And hopefully he can move on and do something. Maybe uh, Kevin Owens. I think that'd be like a, a solid, you know, WrestleMania match of Kevin Owens and, uh, Edge, if they're not going to do a Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins match at WrestleMania, which probably will happen, but I'd rather see Kevin Owens and Edge, honestly. Uh, then we get New Year's Evil, uh, very good show. I think probably one of the best NXT 2.0 shows. It's a pseudo takeover, uh, a lot of matches up and down the card. We get the the six six man tag with Imperium and MSK and Regal or Regal Riddle. I thought that match was fantastic. Se- looks like Walter is going to be in NXT full time, or at least in the states full-time he's gonna have his farewell nxt uk match next week dominic what do you expect from a vaulter going on in in the states he's finally here i mean great but i feel like uh it's it doesn't really matter anymore i feel like you know when karen cross was there when Samoa joe was there for the two seconds uh you know like they had a few people there that like okay it'd be cool to see them go against walter but now it's like Braun Breaker, woo! You know, I, I I don't know. I'm not very hyped right now. Okay, so you're telling me you're not feeling the Braun Breaker breaking the NXT X and being the new NXT champion? Nope. Okay, Mandy, still your NXT Women's Champion. So that means we still don't talk about NXT, even though we're talking about it right now. Well, that's because you're making me talk about it. Huh? I know. All right, and finally, let's go on to AEW at Dynamite, first show on TBS. Dynamite! Nothing really changed in terms of the uh, presentation. They get over the 1 million mark, a loaded show. So uh, you would expect them to get a big bump in ratings back on primetime on the West Coast. Dominic, now that they've finally settled in, TBS, primetime, both all the coasts, do you see AEW finally kind of starting to grow because after these past couple of weeks and months, they have been kind of inconsistent because of the time change with hockey. Yes. And I think the way I feel like with this, AEW is going to be trending upward and excuse me, trending downward. And then you're going to see uh, a big shakeup in both businesses. Okay. Uh, we started off with the AEW world title match, Adam page defending against Brian Danielson. They had the three judges at ringside of Paul white, Jerry Lynn and Mark Henry, probably the three best guys you can get. If you're going to go in house, uh, they did not come into play. However, because the match goes around a half hour, right over the 30 minute mark and Adam page gets the win retains his championship, hitting the buckshot lariat on Danielson, both men, uh, bloody Danielson, really bloody. Uh, so, you know, kicking off TBS with the bang, bloody blood fest, bloody blood fest. And I enjoyed it. That was better than their 60 minute draw, mainly because it was not a draw. They gave us an actual finish. I loved it. Page still the champion. Does this mean Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, whatever his name is, red dragon, fucking American dragon, whatever it was. Does that mean he goes back to the line? Or does he probably I, I mean, I would have liked them to have maybe a little bit more focus on Brian after the loss, like not exactly one in a promo, but just maybe like a facial expression or like his reaction to the loss. It was mainly just, you know, hangman wins, paying to him, holding the title belt it. And that was it. Yeah, I, I think. And even during the match, like Danielson, I would say was getting the 
better, you know, more favorable reaction than Page. At least 60-40, if not more, in favor of Danielson. That's because Dan, everybody likes Danielson. It, it's, it's, you can't. Which is the reason they probably should have done this in the first place. Yes. But, uh, but no, no, I thought it was a great match. I love the, uh, the color. I love, I love blood. So blood in, blood out, homie. So where do we go from here? Moxley still nowhere to be seen. I, I like Miro as a possible challenger. He's been just feuding with God this whole time. Um, MJF and Punk is kind of a pseudo number one contender match, but that match doesn't seem like it's happening anytime soon. I think basically you, I would say you give it to Miro just to kind of fill it. And then when Punk beats MJF, drop it to Punk. Okay. Speaking of Punk, we get MJF having a match, supposed to have a match. CM Punk comes out, hits MJF's opponent, disqualifies MJF, and uh, Punk saying that he's going to do this every single week until MJF gives him a match. And so we will be getting CM Punk versus Wardlow next week. Very excited to see what they do with that. They've been pushing Wardlow, giving them the squash matches. So it will be interesting to see what Punk and Wardlow can do together. But the uh, talking point of this segment was the talking. CM Punk and MJF going back and forth. MJF continuing on with him saying he's going to you know jump ship to WWE. CM Punk hitting more digs about, you know, main eventing, um, buy one, get one Fortnite extravaganza, then he's going to get released. So throwing the jabs back and forth. Uh, I quite enjoy this. I mean, Punk on a microphone is dangerous. MJF on a microphone is dangerous. What's not, what's not to like, um, you know, it, when, when it comes to the actual match, I already know it's going to be very entertaining. So, you know, no complaints. You said Punk, put the title on Punk. I say MJF beats Punk and he's the next champion. Uh, the heat I, MJF can get from being the first person to beat Punk, and Punk doesn't need to be undefeated. He can lose. Oh, yeah, but... I'm, I mean, I'm saying Punk should beat Wardlow, but MJF should beat Punk. But you're putting the title on MJF. I think you put the title on Punk, and you circle back to MJF, and MJF beats Punk. And gets the title that way. So obviously you have Punk winning this feud right now. Yes. Okay. We'll have to stay tuned to find out. Uh, Jericho makes his return. And looks like Jericho's uh, going a little gray up top. A little, do you, do you see a little black paint he had on his, on his forehead? Because he apparently noticed he had a gray spot on his roots. Uh, just suck it up, Jericho. Shit. So yeah, Jericho uh, comes out. He kind of does his thing in 2.0. They uh, go back and forth. We had a, a Terrence and Phillip reference, which, you know, shout out South Park, but I don't know if that's exactly the most timely of uh, reference. Jericho, it's kind of one of those things that Jericho tries to get over, like these catchphrases, and this was not one of the good ones. Eh, it'll work, watch. I mean, I've already seen, you know, Terrence and Phillip fan art of 2.0, so you know, some people like it. I like South Park when I was a kid, not so much anymore, but you know, what are you talking about? South Park is probably the best it's ever been. But then of course, now they're putting the stupid pandemic specials or COVID special or the fuck they're called on Paramount plus. That's like the one streaming service I refuse to pay for. Okay. I'm sorry. Unless you get Paramount plus. Nope. Damn it. Anybody out there call to action. Let's uh, let's password share, but we, we definitely wouldn't password share if you're thinking about it. Don't do it. But if you're going to do it, you know, you know where to find us. If you want, you know, New Japan World, 
we can, we can trade because I know that's what everybody wants around right now. It's a New Japan world. Then Jade Cargill takes on Ruby Soho in the finals of the TBS tournament. Jade gets the win. She's the first ever TBS champion. Um, I wouldn't say an ambitious match, but it was definitely one of the longer ones Jade has ever had. Uh, they show Jade's daughter at ringside multiple times. Jade gets the win. Relatively clean. Mercedes Martinez on the outside. She gets run off by Thunder Rosa. And Jade gets the win. Good for her. Now, I've been hearing a lot of... Uh, we're going to talk about it? No. <laughs> but I heard... I read somewhere, I'm not going to cite the sites because, you know, I don't want them to get blocked or would hate mail or anything, but heard that they put the title on Jade because Tony Khan's dumb fuck opens his mouth. What do you think? Well, I mean, I think Jade was going to win the entire time. I, I mean, I would, I would assume so. I would like to think that was the plan the entire time, but the whole thing that went down last week Tony Khan in uh, Big Swole. I mean, I talked about it in depth uh, on the other podcast, but I, I did not like uh, Tony Khan's response, like just the tweet. I thought he handled that terribly. Now, when it comes to, you know, diversity and everything like that, you know, I think it's a very complex situation. and It's much more than, you know, just a, for lack of a better term, a black and white issue. But uh, I, I did find it interesting that, you know, one of Big Swole's things was like her kid or I think it was her daughter. Her daughter wasn't able to see people like her on AEW Dynamite. And then what do they do the next show? They have a black woman's daughter, like a kind of a focal point of the match, which I I rolled slash. Like, hmm, that's a, that's a coincidence. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Jade's a champion. I don't know what this means. For her long term, I think she can hold on to the championship. Yes, we have two heel champs, but Britt Baker's real, pretty much a babyface at this point. Um, and maybe they hold on to where they can bring in one of those released female talents and be the one to take the title off her and have her eat the first loss. Maybe, you know, Ember Moon, Tony Storm, uh, Tegan Knox, you know, like the multitude of other women that are out there. Lana. Yes, CJ Perry. Shout out. Shout out. Ah. Uh, Malachi Black defeats Brian Pillman Jr. He kills him. Shout out Pillman. I think that definitely was a botch at the end, but they recovered quite nicely. Malachi Black, favorite wrestler of all time. Okay. Uh, then in the main event, Jurassic Express is your new AEW Tag Team Champions as they beat the Lucha Brothers. I uh, really enjoyed this match. I thought it was fantastic. Unfortunately, the uh, Ray Phoenix injury, I think, just kind of derailed it for me. It completely took me out of the match. But, uh, you know, the first, however, 15 minutes before that, I enjoyed it. I thought it was excellent. Good for them. And thankfully, Ray Phoenix didn't severely break anything. So hopefully they can uh, run it back in a you know, couple months or a revolution. First of all, i got to say congrats to Jurassic Express. Serve it, working their asses off for a long time and finally paid off i'm a little bummed out that christian had to be there and not marco stunt i know there's things going on with him so you know that's why he's not there but um not you know doesn't really matter good for him good for them um t's and p's to phoenix good thing he didn't break it and uh that was a decent side it was a good main event 
Yeah, I thought. I mean, I thought Christian was going to be more involved in the actual finish, like not a ho- outright heel turn, but he, you know, helps Jurassic Express to get the titles, and Jurassic Express didn't like that, and that kind of starts the story of them eventually him Christian turning and you know all that other good fun stuff. But uh, no, just Christian's there. He's their their buddy, and yeah, they just put Marco's stunt in water for a couple of days, and he grew up to be Christian. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So that is it for today. We think we hit the two hour mark. First time in a long time. I know so, I got a headache and I'm trying to go to sleep. Oh, but I thought we we're going to play all night, Dominic. I wanted to play, but you just don't shut the fuck up. I mean, it's only it's like what a half hour longer than what we normally do. I still have to would have to do the podcast or edit the podcast to do everything else. True, true, true. So anyways, thank you guys very much for sticking with us. First podcast of the new year. Maybe some new technological advancements coming next week. Who knows? Maybe. We shall see about that. If you want to be like the millions and millions or seven or six people that uh, asked questions today, send it in curveballs and CS on Twitter or Instagram. Send it in via the emails curveball and CS at gmail.com. All the links and things you need to do to click on things to take you where they need to go in the description of the podcast, Dominic. Anything you want to tell the people? I want to tell the people that uh, coming soon to a San Lorenzo park near you. I'm going to redeem myself. I'm going to hit a three-pointer on live. Okay. Maybe we're just going to stick it with a long stream until Dominic actually hits a three. We, I mean, we did get one, I think, on video. Or was that, I, no, was that I, a free I think, throw? No, I, I think I did hit one. Don't but make it Don't make it any longer. That's what yeah, she said. Dominic, bye. Okay, everybody, thank you all for tuning in and sticking through with this long, I know, such a long podcast. It's almost as long as that other podcast, you know, that used to do stuff, but not anymore. I've heard word on the street that maybe they're going to make a comeback. What? I know, maybe. But until next time, goodbye and good night. Uh, Bye-bye. Evolution is amazing.